I mean, where else can you see Grace fully? Like, beloved, there is a perfect plan set over your life. You better walk forward in full Godfidence. Hey guys, it's Gracie. Have the best day ever. Hugs, loves, and blessings from above. <laughs> Hello, you guys. Happy Thursday, but even better, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one's for all you lovers out there. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, guys. What a beautiful day to remind our loved ones of how much we actually genuinely love them. I like this day, guys. I know a lot of people have different feelings and thoughts about this day and, oh, you should celebrate it every day. Absolutely, you should love on your people daily. But just like, I don't know, National Siblings Day or any of those other random days that we celebrate, I think it's good to just recognize the love that we do share around the world, whether you're in a relationship or you're single or you have kids or your friends or your coworkers or your students or whatever it is, whatever the relationship is, just make sure you remind them that you love them, that you care. And I love a day that can be focused on that. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone. It's an awesome day of love. I want to know what are you all's plans. Be sure to hit me on social media. Let me know what you're doing today. If you're going out with your booski or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your fiance, let me know. I would love to hear for my single people. If you're taking yourself out, I don't know, get dolled up, take yourself out. Enjoy the evening. Surround yourself with loved ones. Get razzle dazzled. Fellas, get handsome. Smell good. Shave your beard. Shave your head. Do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> get dapper. Get suave. I want to know what you guys are doing tonight. It's raining here today. Hopefully that rain subsides because that ain't cute. Who wants to get dolled up and then go out in the rain? Not I. <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day to you from me right here on the Culture Radio. Welcome to my podcast. This is See Gracefully. I am your host, Gracie. And today we have a very special Valentine's Love Is special for you. Like, I'm so excited for this show, you guys. We have something really, really, really cool. So you're going to want to make sure you stay tuned let me go on and just break down the show because there's a lot to do and a lot to cover. And clearly we only have 30 minutes. I know this 30 minutes always goes really, really fast. So we're going to dive right in. Of course, we have a spotlight star of the week. We always do. We always will. I have a really awesome artist to bring to you from right here in Los Angeles. He he makes that uh, that love baby making love making music so <laughs> you're gonna want to stay tuned lovers you guys will enjoy this one and then we have a really special interview that I got to do with an amazing couple just expressing and showing their love on this day what better way 
to celebrate this wonderful day of love. So we're going to bring that to you. And then we'll round it out, of course, with our verse of the week. All keeping with our love theme. I just want to share love, spread love, light and laughter. Before we dive right in, let me make sure I do my housekeeping really quickly. If you know of anyone that would be an amazing Spotlight Star of the Week, if you have a question for my grace notes, or if you know anyone that would be an amazing candidate for our Acts of Grace, please, please, please email us at cgracefully at gmail.com. That is the letter C, G-R-A-C-E-F-U-L-L-Y at gmail.com. Be sure to put in the description box what you are submitting for, and we can get back to you on that, you guys. Okay. I'm not going to talk anymore. I have so much that I want you to hear. This fabulous couple is dropping knowledge, dropping gems, dropping wisdom on the people. (laughs) So I want you guys to hear everything that they have to say. We're going to dive right in. Here we go. Okay, guys, so we have something really special. Today is our episode dedicated to love. So with that, I wanted to bring amazing couples to you. And I have one of my most favorite couples here sharing their time with us, Mr. and Mrs. James and Alma Pugh. You guys say what up? Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. So I just want to dive right in because you guys, how, how long, tell the world how long you guys have been married. We have been there for how long, honey? 35 years. 35. That is beautiful. I love that. To see love uh, done God's way. And I love seeing love that's lasting. Um, And not just not just 35 years of marriage, but happy 35 years. So that's that's a feat in itself of remaining married and being happily married for those 35 years. So you guys, I just want to know your story. How did you guys meet? Well, I met. James, he used to go to my sister's house all the time, and her husband, um, and they were friends before I ever knew him, so I would find myself really wanting to go and be up to her house, but it was not necessarily because of my sister and my um, brother-in-law, it was because of him, and I found myself just really liking him and every (laughs) opportunity that I took up. If I could, I would go up there and visit with them. Oh, yeah. You saw you saw that handsome thing. You were like, I need to go see him, huh? <laughs> I, I, I see it. This is, it is true and stuff. And I just, I just, my heart just went pitter-patter Aww. every time I could see him. Every time I could go and, and see him. And he would always be there. Aww. He would always be there. That's beautiful. We fell in love young. I did. That's I did. Beautiful. And the, the amazing thing is, he uh, thought liking me, and he came. My grandmother uh, raised me after my mom died. My grandmother raised me, so he came round to my grandmother's house and asked her for my company. Aww. And I thought, so cool. Yeah, yeah. He did it the right way. That's how you do it. Yeah, and and she didn't care this part. <laughs> she was coming around. Where I was, because she knew I was going to be at a certain place. Yeah. So I'm still coming down the road, and there's certain things that she would do around me. I knew she was liking me. Yeah, she was flirting, <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And so I kind of played along with it and everything before I know it. She wrapped me up in her little wheel. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that. So beautiful. So beautiful. And it's been good ever since. I love that. How, at what point did you guys know that that was like your person? Was there, was there a moment where it clicked and you were like, oh, this is who I need to be with, who I can't live without? When did that happen? Well, I, I, I was observing special qualities that was in her. Yeah, I knew I wanted as a wife. And the more I noticed her and I noticed the way she had been brought up, as a young lady and everything, and those were the same qualities I was looking for in a wife. And so I knew that if I ever got her to be my wife, I would have the right one because the qualities I was looking for was already in her. So, so that's the way it went. And I also knew that he was a great family man, and I knew that he was a man of integrity and a man that loved the Lord, too. Mm-hmm. And I felt the same way that I just, I, I know that this was God. A God was up for yeah, me, yeah. and I just and I was just so grateful that the Lord would um, give me such a man of in- integrity. I saw him, and I wanted him, and the Lord blessed me to get him. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what has been like the hardest or the the most adverse time for you guys? What's been an adversity that you guys have had to face together as a unit? Um, that's been one of your most difficult. I thank God for James because he's 11 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And what I had to realize is the Lord really gave him patience with me because I just didn't know what I didn't know concerning being married and being married to an older gentleman. And I just thought that I knew things that I didn't know. So I was real green, really. <laughs> I was from my, from my grandmother's house, finished high school. And then I got married. So there was a lot of things that I just didn't know. And the Lord blessed him to be patient with me until I could come into the knowledge of some things. So just growing into who I was, for me, it was a little adverse because I thought I knew stuff that I didn't know. But he was very, very patient. Only because... Well, I had already been on my own ever since I was like 17, 18 years old. So I had experienced life, and I knew certain things in life and how to adapt to certain things. And I was a lot of experiences I gained early in life before she ever left from her mother's house. I was already out there experiencing life and finding out what life was all about. So when we come together, I shared those experiences with her, and I learned to be patient with her. I knew that she was just coming from the mom's house to us being married. And so uh, I think with what she brought into the marriage, what I brought into the marriage, it made everything balance out. And another thing, we both loved the Lord, and we knew that we wanted our marriage to work. And the first the first few years, we were just learning each other. And, of course, there were some struggles and stuff, but we always wanted our marriage. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we were looking for a way out, right? you know. Right. At the first sign of struggle or first sign of hardship, we wanted our marriage to work. I, I, I love being married. I love being married to him. And we both knew that we wanted this to work, you know? Yeah, oh, that's good. I think when, when people both, when you're both on the same page and go with the mindset of, you know, divorce isn't an option, God brought you together. Yeah. And even in the adverse times, if you lean on him, He'll work it out, and y'all can work through it together as a team. I think that's really important. That a lot of, I think a lot of young marriages sometimes miss that because they go into the thought 
of, okay, well, if it doesn't work or if I'm not happy, I can just get out or, you know what I mean? I think, I think there's a plague of that happening today, but I, I love one of the reasons I wanted to talk to couples who have been married for a while, who hold on to those traditional types of values like you guys. I think that that's a testament to making a successful marriage lasting is, is not allowing even the mindset of divorce or splitting to even be right. a, be a thought. So I love that you guys yeah. just said that. Today's spotlight star of the week is singer-songwriter Travis Walker. His music has an amazing vibe. This one's for all you lovers out there. Check him out. Travis Walker from New York is bringing a new sound to R&B and to L.A. He recently dropped his latest single, Midnight Text, in November, and it's been skyrocketing ever since. His style of music is R&B soul infused with jazz. You can find more of his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash I am Travis Walker. He is also seen on social media at I am Travis Walker. Brother, I love your sound. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you. Continue pushing and doing what you're doing in this music industry. They need your sound. They need your vibe. I love it. I love the sultriness of your sound and the music that you make. I wouldn't have had anybody else better fit for this Valentine's Day special. So thank you again. And congratulations on being this week's Spotlight Star of the Week. 
All right, you guys, we're going to head back into this wonderful interview that I'm doing with Mr. and Mrs. Pugh. They are dropping knowledge and gems on the people, you guys. So let's get back into it. Within you all's marriage, was there ever any type of like established gender roles? Did you guys discuss that before you got married? How did that work for you all? When we start having our children, there was nothing that I did that he didn't do. When it came to children, um, changing their diapers, fixing their breakfast. He was just such a family-oriented guy. It was just not, you know, some people say, well, there's a role for the wife and mm-hmm. a role for the husband. But we all did what we needed to do for mm-hmm. as family. That's, that was just a blessing to me. Absolutely. That's a blessing a man that'll that'll help you in every aspect. There you go, Papa. I see you, Papa. Go ahead. The only thing I wanted to say was, during the course of our marriage, a woman really was that have to be compromised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It cannot be my way, and now cannot be her way. But we have to kind of meet each other in the middle and and talk about it. So just because I'm the man don't mean I'm right all the time. Mm-hmm. And just because the woman, I mean, she's right all the time. So we had to meet in the middle and come to uh, an agreement on certain things. So that's a lot, it's a lot of compromises to in marriage for many years. So that's one of the things that a lot of people today don't want to do is mm-hmm. one, one person want to know it all. And then the other person that's not supposed to know anything. So well, we come to a place where we realize I don't know it all, she don't know it all. So we just meet each other in the middle and we go from there. How important would you say that is in a marriage? Okay, without that, marriage will fail. Folk, they've been married for 35 years. Y'all take heed to what these folk are saying because they got it. He tells me often now, and I really appreciate it, and he has been saying this, I know, for years now. He said that we could talk about anything, whatever it is, we need to communicate we, we just need to talk about it. And I don't have to get mad with what he, he's bringing, right. what he want to talk about, and he shouldn't get mad with what I want to talk about because, as he says to me often, I'm your very best friend, mm-hmm. and we should be able to talk about anything. And without communication, your marriage is going to fail. If you don't have a platform where that you can share your feelings, whether he agree or disagree, just to share them and be able to get them out, is very helpful for me. Yeah. And it's helpful for him as well to share what he's feeling without me being all being out of shape and upset and stuff. Mm-hmm. He has to have that platform to get it out. Mm-hmm. So I think I thank God for that because communication is so important. What is one thing that you guys going into marriage didn't necessarily know about being married that you would have wished you known? Oh, goodness. It's a loaded question. It is. <laughs> it's a loaded question. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> oh, goodness. Marriage and the wedding are two different things. Mm. See, getting, I'm having a wedding is not necessarily being married. Because you can have a ceremony and then the marriage come after the ceremony and it's just, because I didn't really, like when we go, like when we dated and stuff, and we dated for three years, mm-hmm. but that didn't necessarily mean that I knew him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we learned each other after the marriage, after the dates, living with each other. Then we we saw different things mm-hmm. and stuff. So 
Okay, that's that's true because you really going into a marriage, you really don't know the other person. Because normally when you are dating, there's certain things that you keep reserved. But you don't want the other part to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> but you when you next up and get married, then you begin to really know the hidden stuff that you didn't know about while you were dating. It starts to come out. That's when you got to make adjustment, and that's when you you need to be in the Lord so you can you need to pray together and work those things out. So it's a lot of things you don't know going into a marriage. So after you're married, then things begin to unfold. Mm-hmm. And those are the things you have to work with and not take off and run. That's true. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's actually really good. What would you give as some advice to people who are looking to be married and wanting to have a successful, lasting relationship? Well, one of the things I think people forget so easy is they forget their married vows. When they're going from the trials to them and they're making all these vows and these promises, they got to remember those vows and when they say from until death you part, you got to know what you say because you're gonna face all kinds of challenges and you gotta be willing to work through those challenges. So the advice would be to stay in it when tough times come and they will. Stay in it, work through it, don't be so quick to throw in the towels and you you'll be able to make it through it and you have a successful marriage. So, so the, the one of the primary things I've learned is don't give up in tough times. That's the, that's really a good point because you're going to have opportunities to say, well, I don't know if I really want to be in here anymore. Mm-hmm. And when those opportunities come, you'll have to make a decision to fight for your marriage, you know, fight for your love, that the, the person that you said, I do do, and not be so, and not be easily give in. And also, I would say, if we both love God, we really both love God, and we want to please God with with every area of our life, and our marriage is one of the tools that we also use to please God with. And I would also uh, advise those who go into marriage that if your marriage you might get stagnated and you're not moving or whatever, don't be afraid to go to counseling. That's good. Get some good godly, not just any counseling, get some good godly counseling. People are going to tell you the right things in order to help make the marriage work. And you're not, not giving up on it. So definitely be willing to go to counseling. Your husband and the wife, go to counseling, get some good God, godly advice. Because no doubt about it, those who are counseling even had experience too. So therefore, they should know what to say to you to help uh, have a person go through their uh, tough time to come out all right. So all of us at some point in time have need to get some counseling in order to make things work. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what is very important. Get some counseling. Yeah, and I also would say this too. Be intimate with each other. Now, intimacy and sex is two different things. Yeah. It can be one, but intimacy being knowing your spouse, loving your spouse, Sex is good, and you're supposed to have it it's in your relationship. You have to have it. Mm-hmm. But being intimate with your spouse as well, you know, knowing him, knowing what he likes, knowing what he dislikes and stuff, and try to make him happy. Because mm-hmm. I found doing things for James makes me happy. And, and also to really spice up a marriage is, is the fact that we understand that men and women are wide different. So I got to understand that where my desires are different from hers, I have to be understanding enough to know that she's more feel more about intimacy, more about emotional things and, and, and making her feel good. 
a lot of touching and hugging and these are the things that, that the, the wife really likes to have. And the husband is he, he, he likes that too, but he wired up a different way. So he he admired and encouraged and told how great he is, respected and all that. That's the thing that a husband likes, but a but a wife, she loves that emotional a connection. And so that's what that's something that a lot of men gonna have to realize. Get your point just and try to study your mate. Study your mate what she likes, what she don't like. And once you find that out, you you start working on that. Then while she working on her part, trying to study you and figure you out, you try to figure her out, it'll come together and work. Yeah, yeah that's, that's real good, Papa. That, that's yeah. I love that. Y'all, boy, y'all preaching over here today. I hope y'all are taking <laughs> notes because Mr. and Mrs. Pew, they are giving us all sorts of gems tonight. I love it. You guys are such a blessing. Thank you for being a part of this. And thank you for giving your insight and your knowledge and your wisdom. I love you guys so much. And I love your union. I love what God is doing through you guys. You've been such a light and joy to my life. And I know the life of all those who are around you as well. So thank you again for being a part of this. And happy Valentine's to y'all. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you for just having me. It's such a joy talking with you and sharing with you. And yes, it's, just, um, it's just a blessing. And thank you for all that you're doing yes, and how you are encouraging. And we just thank God Aww. for you and the light that you're shining. Aww. I tell you, you're just shining a, a great light. You're a great life and happy Valentine's to you as well. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Keeping with our theme of love throughout today's episode and really throughout this entire show, the show base and motif is light, love, and laughter. And I'm just so excited to share this episode to spread love today, especially. So the verse of the week is going to be none other than 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 13. We're going to just read it all. And it reads, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part that we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. You guys, if you don't know the definition of love, it is laid out so 
perfectly right here in this verse. My motif of the show is light, love, and laughter, but my motif in life as a Christian, as a believer, we are called to love first and foremost, if nothing else. Love the Lord your God, love yourself, and love your neighbor as yourself. You guys, that is that is the basis of our belief system. If you are a Christian and proclaiming the name of the Lord, you are proclaiming love because God is love and he's defined it so perfectly right here for us. I just think this is so beautiful. Love is my favorite. I love love. I love you guys. (laughs) I hope you have enjoyed this show today. What a blessing. What an honor to be able to bring to you this piece of love on this beautiful day. I love you so much. Have the best day ever. Happy Valentine's Day. And with all of that, hugs, loves, and blessings from above. Bye. Give me the green light and it's a go for Got you where I want you. Now your body's calling. Ain't no time for fronting. Oh